Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Hours in hardware stores, seeking through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Sushere. I'm not going to keep you in suspense. Yeah, don't. I want to know. Hey, did, did you make any effort to reach that Michelle Myers? I left a message. Uh, I'm at her mercy to call back. I don't Buckeye, know. Buckeye, Arizona. She's got a condition, rare uh, medical condition that causes her to wake up using different accents every day. How does that work? Well, she. Uh, it's. Uh, I hope she calls back. Please call back. She she said that uh, people think she's Mary Poppins. It's foreign accent syndrome. It's a rare condition. Hmm. I wish I had that because I could probably do better impersonations with accents. Well, and you need to get hit on the head with I'm some plywood to, or something. I don't know do what that. happens. Yeah, I will not. Remember in uh, Chumps at Oxford when uh, uh, Stan got hit on the head with the window, and all yes. of a sudden he was smart again. <laughs> yes. uh, they don't make them like that anymore, do they? This, uh... You remember how dumb I used to be? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm better now. Well, I'm, I'm certainly, certainly glad, glad to hear it. This falls under the rubric of, where are we headed? Okay. The British tabloids were, were all over this story. And I read every account of it uh, in every site. And I'll tell you why in a moment. Why I, why I decided to yeah. do that. You got a guy over there in uh, England named Brian Broom. Okay. He's 77 years old. He re- he's been a crossing guard for the kids. Uh, uh, where is it? He's been a crossing guard for 25 years. Okay. He, he obviously can afford to do that. 20 years uh, in Hull, England. H-A-L-L? H-U-L-L. Oh. Uh, he resigned. He wasn't fired. The uh, The local council uh, examined his uh, the suspicions against him and uh, decided that uh, there is no reason in the world we're asking 77-year-old Brian Broom to resign. But Brian Broom, uh, to his great credit, said, to hell with you people. I'm, I'm done. Okay. I'm done. I wonder what caused that. And the kids, uh, well, you're you're going to hear it. Uh, it makes me feel sad, Brian said, and I thought if this is what's happening to the world, I don't want to be a part of it. And this is a fellow asking, where are we headed? Right. Since news of Brian's resignation broke among parents, moms have leaped to his defense and slammed those who have complained to the council about his behavior as pathetic and ridiculous. 
East Riding of Yorkshire Council has said that investigations were launched after complaints were made about Brian's conduct. However, none of these were upheld. No complaint was upheld. Can you even begin to fathom yet what you think the complaint might have been? No, there were some complaints, and then they they take them, and no, no complaint was upheld. In a statement, the council said the council had received a number of complaints from parents about the behavior of Mr. Brown. These complaints were investigated, but we could not uphold them. Mr. Brown, Mr. Broom is choosing to leave of his own accord. Uh, Brian condemned those who made complaints against him and slammed the perceived political correctness creeping into society, but was thankful for the support he has received from many well-wishers. It means so much to me, he said. It proves that the majority of people are not into this political correctness and that they are the same as me. This political correctness has been perpetuated by a small minority of people, and in the last couple of days, the majority has proved to me that Mr. and Mrs. Ordinary are wonderful people, and they don't want this uh, political correctness. After waving his lollipop stick for the last time on Friday, he's called the lollipop man. Apparently, the sign he holds up to uh, to stop cars, they call that a big lollipop or whatever. After waving his lollipop stick for the last time on Friday, Brian now plans to take a break by going on holiday for a week. However, he expressed his pride and gratitude to those who showed up on his final day to give him the perfect send-off. He said pupils and parents gave him a very good send-off and brought him presents. It's been fantastic, he said. I expected a bit of a fuss, but it's gone viral, and I love it. Uh, What he loves is the viralness has exposed these insidious people who complained against him. I'm, sure. I'm going to get to it. You're wondering, so, aren't you? So, what the, but, but what I, what I can't eliminate, aren't you? what I can eliminate mm-hmm. is that he was not in trouble for waving his tightly held lollipop stick. No, he was not. Okay. I've had chocolate given to me, gin, wine, you name it, and I've got some really nice messages from the kids saying, please don't go. It's been wonderful, and I feel so humbled that people think so fondly of me. And councils requesting lollipop men uh, uh, is not you. Un- okay, I have to get to what he was accused of. Uh, can I take a stab at it? I- I'm, I'm going to try. You may let me reorganize <laughs> okay. my paperwork. Uh, and now, and the reason again, I I went to the Sun, the Mirror, the Mail. I read every account of this, and in all accounts, and I I know I have to be careful. Reporting isn't what it used to be, but in all accounts of the of the story, uh. There, there could be found no evidence whatsoever that this fellow had uh, anything but good intentions in mind. But it was some evil, evil parents who planted uh, a horrible, horrible seed of suspicion about what he did with the kids while they crossed the, uh, the street and he stopped the traffic for them. Well, I was going to say something as crazy as um, uh, something that he was singing, maybe uh, no, no. old school nursery rhymes that that may have offended some. He high fived the kids, and there were parents who accused him of doing that because he was grooming the children. Uh, the word grooming is is weighted now with uh, the insidious intimation that grooming them for for his. Uh, a sexual uh, criminality. O-M-G. Mm-hmm. Not a scintilla of evidence. The guy's pictures of the guys, 
He, he, they're going by. Hey, hey Jimmy. Yeah. Hey, Randy, mm-hmm. Billy, Jenny. Uh, and one of the most innocent. And he could have stayed on the job. In other words, they. they what is wrong with those The people who took the complaints, the council. They felt obligated, as I guess is what right. they should sure. have, took them serious to, to examine this and could find no evidence. What's the guy was high fiving kids? How you doing? Good luck today, Bing Bang Boom. Wow. And, and they said, "You don't have to quit." He said, "The hell with you." Not me. I don't want to deal with no, this. Crap. I'm not dealing with this world. So he's a fellow saying, "Where are we headed? Where are we headed?" <laughs> high five. Mm-hmm. High five. And, and, and again, the reason I poured over every story is I don't want to come on the air here and celebrate the guy in the event it turns out he was allowed. Well, right, I can find sure. no evidence right. that he was allowed. None. None. I'm trying I, I to know think. People, I know people uh, in St. Paul mm-hmm. who who essentially do this. Yep. Uh, they're, they, they're around all the time, and they're uh, high-fiving kids and, yeah. and uh, near schools and whatnot. And and I know them uh, to have been vetted thoroughly, and they're not up to—they're up to only good. They're up oh. to only good. Here, this guy, 77 years old, and he said, the hell with you, meaning these people who complain, I'm done. And uh, because reporting isn't what it used to be, I don't know if he did this in his retirement. Uh, he, he certainly couldn't have made much of a living doing well, this. Well, regardless— Think of that, an old man, and, and I mean, he's telling him, hey, come to my car for a little bit. Uh, okay, your ears are perking up. Um, I thought it also may have been so benign as he was giving out candy. No, nope, he never gave, I could find no evidence that he gave food or anything. He was just a friendly old guy. Wow. Schools uh, and councils requesting lollipop men to stop high-fiving children is not, is not unique to Hull. School children in Stockport were asked to stop high-fiving lollipop man Colin Spencer, 83, because the council believed it would be a distraction from his duties and a disturbance on the roads. Wow. A text to parents of children at St. George's Primary School in Heavely read, Please may we ask that children using the Bramhall Lane crossing patrol do not high-five Colin when crossing the road. Thank you. Lollipop, the headline, which I avoided on purpose because I wanted to keep you in suspense about his alleged crime. Yeah, well, you did. The headline, Lollipop Man Resigned Because Council Told Him High-Fiving Children Could Be Considered Grooming. Brian Broom, 77, said he loved his job, but he could no longer work in a world so politically correct that he could no longer express his personality. Sheesh. Mm-hmm. His resignation came after complaints were made about him high-fiving youngsters as they left Kirk Ella St. Andrews Community Primary School in West Hall. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's, and now it's Brian has revealed why he made the tough decision to quit doing the job he loved after almost two decades. He said, I used to high-five the kids until I was told it could be construed as grooming. That is what the council told me. 
It's rather peculiar because two or three months ago, there were pictures of the Duchess of Cambridge high-fiving at a school, and I should have sent copies uh, of those to the council. Uh, if it was good enough for the royal family, how come it can't be good enough for me? If I carried on, I would feel so frustrated that I would have to watch my P's and Q's all the time. I wouldn't know how to talk to people because I'm a rather outgoing person. Maybe I do say some things wrong, but generally I do, I think, a pretty good job. Look at that. He's already buying into instinctively to your theory uh, of uh, instead of they've taken the normalcy out Mm -hmm. and now he's a little gun shy Mm -hmm. as to, oh, who am I going to offend? How am I going to offend these people? It makes me feel sad, and I thought, if this is what is happening to the world, I don't want to be part of this. Isn't that something? And But you know what? That is what's happening to the world. The center is not holding. We're in trouble. The, the same people... Real trouble. The same people who planted the dark notion of him uh, with this preposterous grooming, they're probably watching the Olympics and swooning over this uh, minister of propaganda and agitation. You know, there's two ways to look at this Brian Boone. I can understand why he'd just say the hell with this. I don't want to deal with you people anymore. But that means they won. Uh, That's that's the part. They win. Yeah. He the, didn't get the, to push back. The minority of fools who planted that terrible, dark notion, they win. I, I wish he would have stayed on the gig and kept high-fiving kids just to drive those idiots crazy. Because he could point to the well, council saying, hey, they investigated me, you nutcases. I, I, all I'm doing is high-fiving your kid. And the kids all miss him now. The parents miss him. The majority of, of people of course. were in his camp. But now, uh, by his uh, actions, uh, he's allowed the, the the darkness to win. And again, I can't. I can understand why. I can't. I can't blame the guy. Because it's easier just to say, "Ah, screw it." Well, I'm not going to win anyway. But that's what we've been doing too much of, and yeah. we have to stop and say, "No, not screw it." I'm going to. I'm going to. Hold my ground. Did Michelle Myers reach you? Yeah, she can talk to us in about 10 minutes or so. All right. And she suffers from foreign accent syndrome. Very rare condition. It sounds... I didn't when know you if it was talking her. to her? What? Just very briefly. But uh, she talks like a normal person. Right. She's got kind of a different voice. But then she goes into... Um, little snippets Apparently of, a variety of accents. Uh, a sni- right, exactly. Huh. Uh, and it's it's... I think it's British. I don't... Like Cockney well, or... Well, it says, but a number of accents. Right. You know. I mean... That's going to be very I interesting. Heard I'm, glad, I'm glad that she uh, has agreed to join us. You know, St. Kate's, uh, the arsonist, the accused arsonist at St. Kate's? The terrorist? The terrorist. I'm sorry. You're right. Uh, terrorist is what she is or wanted to be. Uh, re- remember she said, you people are lucky I don't know how to make a bomb? Right. Because I would have right, uh, and and don't don't forget that on the campus was a uh, uh, what what's the word I a want daycare, daycare center with yeah. what thirty kids Child in child care center. Mm-hmm. Well, it now develops that Nuza Jamal Hassan, uh, the United States Attorney's Office in Minneapolis, argues that she presents an extraordinary danger to the community 
and a significant risk of flight and therefore should remain in custody pending trial. Absolutely. Yeah. The attorney's office announced a three-count indictment last week against Hassan that includes charges of attempting to provide material support to a designated foreign terrorist organization, making a false statement, and arson. Uh, she it, it, it develops now that documents have been discovered. This was uh, January 17th when she allegedly set the fires on campus, mm -hmm. including in one building that housed a daycare center in which 33 kids and eight adults were present. Uh, now, new documents points to evidence point uh, points to evidence that Hassan tried to travel to Kabul, Afghanistan, on September 19 of last year to join Al Qaeda and the Islamic resistance, which she defined as Al Qaeda and the Taliban. The memo says Hassan reached Dubai in that effort, but was prevented from traveling further because she lacked a visa. Prior to that, the document alleges she attempted to recruit two female classmates to join Al-Qaeda and other organizations. She initially denied, but later admitted to authoring a recruitment letter in March of 2017. She was an English major, but is not currently enrolled at St. Kate's or employed. The document says she began, she again tried to leave the country on December 29, 2017. What, two months ago? Yep. On a ticket to Ethiopia with her mother, though authorities prevented her from boarding the flight and her mother chose not to go. Okay, you know what we should be thankful for here? That she's an idiot. Uh, yeah. Uh, we should be thankful that she didn't know how to make a bomb. And we should be thankful that she's so stupid she didn't realize what she would have needed to travel into Kabul. She didn't have the right visa, so she gets turned back. You can't back. just see. That's part of our country is we're free. We get to you get to go do stuff. She's here. an idiot, absolute oh. idiot, and we're grateful, uh, lady, that you're a complete idiot because that's uh, God knows how many lives might have been saved because you are a complete idiot. Thirty-three kids in a daycare center. And she made no bones about the fact that she wanted everybody to go down there. Well, yeah, yeah, writing recruitment letters, trying to gather interest in this. Uh, we're going to take a break and be back. But Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. Partly cloudy and 11 degrees. This update brought to you by the Duluth Trading Company. Visit Duluth Trading Company stores in Fridley, Bloomington, and downtown Duluth. I just wanted to hit the post there. You did a nice job of that, by the way. Thanks. Uh, Timberwolves beat Sacramento last night. They'll play Houston at the Target Center tomorrow night. Uh, congratulations to the Bloomington Jefferson cheerleading team. They've captured another national title. They defended their championship in Orlando, Florida. Wait, wait. Against the North Koreans. No? <laughs> North Korean cheerleaders. You and I could defeat the North Koreans <laughs> at cheerleading. <laughs> the uh, Bloomington Jefferson cheerleaders defended their championship in Orlando, Florida yesterday, coming home as the winners in the large varsity game day class, second year in a row, that they've won that award. In an interview with Good Morning America that aired today, Heisman Trophy winner and NFL bust Johnny Manziel said he's been diagnosed as bipolar and is taking medication for it. He says his goal is to get back on the football field. Manziel said, I'm watching all the other guys doing what I want to be doing, and I'm sitting on the couch being a loser. Manziel said he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder about a year ago. He added he has stopped drinking, saying that he had used alcohol as a way of self-medicating as he battled his depression. Manziel says he's been working out, trying to convince some NFL team to give him a second chance. 
He said, I don't know what kind of comeback it will be, but I know I want to get back on a football field to what brought me so much joy in my life, and it makes me happy doing as my job. You think there's an app available? I bet you there is. You think there's an app available that would beep your phone when uh, alpine skiing is about to be televised? That's really all I want to see is the skiing. Um, I'm, I don't know if the technology and is there. This, I would like that. Uh, but I would imagine it's it could be done. I can only take so much of this figure skating, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> How do you... This is rigged. I tweeted this. At RookieGL, by the way. <laughs> is that at RookieGL13? Um, the guy that's leading... Fell. I, I how do you? How can you be in first place? I, I have no idea. Your I, tweet made it look like you were outraged. Well, I wasn't outraged. It was more. It wasn't Reavers drama esque. But I did think like this is rigged. How how can this be? <laughs> News notes from today. North Branch Mayor. Chris, I tweeted. I tweeted. You tweeted. Really? I don't. I don't, I don't really? tweet. I texted Patrick yesterday. And said the AT&T at Pebble Beach is about to be won by a guy who looks like a security guard at the mall. Ted <laughs> Potter. And Royce texts back, I tweeted that or I tweeted something similar to that about an hour ago. I said, well, great minds <laughs> okay. think alike. Yeah. Uh, no, that was, I beat you. Yeah. <laughs> he could have just stolen it from you. You'd never know. I never you, would. You never no. look at Twitter. That's so. okay. Yeah. News notes. But if that's all the deeper tweeter, uh, Twitter is, uh, the world doesn't need my commentary. I thought it was an offhand throwaway line. News notes from today. North Branch Mayor Kirsten Kennedy, a Democrat, says she will run for the open U.S. representative seat in the state's 8th con- uh, congressional district. Kennedy has also established a campaign Facebook page. Incumbent Democrat Rick Nolan announced Friday he would not seek re-election this November. Kennedy is in her second term as the mayor of North Branch, also an independent contractor for the statewide health improvement partnership in Chisago County. Nolan recently invited Kennedy to be a special guest to President Trump's State of the Union speech. Speaking of elections, I voted today in the uh, Senate mm-hmm. District 54 mm-hmm. uh, in South St. Paul, that area. Mm-hmm. I voted for Denny McNamara. All right. But don't forget if you're in that area to vote. Mm-hmm. I don't care for who, but vote for Denny. <clears throat> University of Minnesota has removed a plaque honoring Garrison Keeler after those allegations <laughs> of sexual misconduct. We must remove all is vacated. The Minnesota Daily reports Keeler's plaque is no longer displayed on the Scholars Walk, which honors outstanding university faculty and alumni. But some of Keeler's song lyrics from an early radio show are still featured on the campus. Really? Keeler graduated from the university in 1966 with a bachelor's degree in English. A longtime Minnesota public radio personality known for telling his folksy stories about his fictional Minnesota home of Lake Wobegon. He was fired last year after facing allegations of workplace sexual harassment. He has denied the allegations, said the radio station fired him without a proper investigation. Well, we have his final show right here. Well, folks, it hasn't been a quiet week in my hometown here in Lake Wobegon, Minnesota. No, sir. Much to the surprise of many, but inevitably and indubitably, not much of a surprise to a select few. I'm leaving the comforting arms of public radio because of my unwelcome meaty hands straying where they were not as welcome as a hearty soup on a crisp December day in a cabin in the woods. No, improper behavior being the key words. So it's farewell and adieu from Lake Wobegon, where the men are tad lecherous and the, the chicks, the chicks are hot. 
Hot and fresh and soft to the touch, like a buttermilk biscuit in my hands, don't you know? And feel so, so nice. Oh, my. <laughs> thank Thanks, you. Garrison. Thank All right, you. Gary, thank you. Thanks, Gary. Emergency workers in Russia searching snow-covered fields outside of Moscow today, looking for body fragments and clues after a fatal plane crash a day earlier killed all 71 people on board. President Vladimir Putin has ordered a special commission to investigate what caused the AN-148 plane operated by Saratov Airlines to crash outside of Moscow. It crashed shortly after taking off from the city of Orsk. Among the possible causes investigators are looking into, weather, human error, and the plane's technical condition. The crew did not send out any distress signals. Experts plan to study the plane's two flight recorders, which were recovered as well as plane fragments. Footage from a CCTV camera that captured some of what happened was posted online today. It showed what looked like a large ball of fire streaking through the sky. Trump administration's proposed $19.9 billion NASA budget for 2019 seeks to refocus the agency on exploration with a near-term goal of returning astronauts to the moon. The uh, nearly half of the proposed budget, $10.5 billion, is earmarked for an innovative and sustainable campaign of exploration, leading to what it calls the return of humans to the moon for long-term exploration and utilization followed by human mission to Mars and other destinations. After an intense few years of growth, hundreds of corporate workers at Amazon are getting some pink slips. Layoffs are underway at the online retailer Seattle headquarters, as well as hundreds more in other parts of Amazon's global operations. The layoffs come primarily in the company's consumer retail businesses. While the size of the payroll cut is modest given Amazon's size, trimming jobs is an unusual move at what now is the second biggest U.S.-based employer. The downsizing follows a hiring spurt that had the company's Seattle headquarters going from 5,000 employees in 2010 to more than 40,000 people you know speaking of amazon uh I, I would love to have and i'm gaining no traction with this at all it, at my house mm-hmm. i'd love to have a cardboard free month and i'm 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 i'm, I'm that's falling on deaf You're, ears um, filling up the recycling bin with quite a bit of cardboard i just would like a cardboard free month yeah. that's okay. all i want gotcha yeah. yeah i loaded up the entire rear of my car yesterday with cardboard Broken, Why? Broken down cardboard. We have a recycling center in Andover. You just run it up there and you throw it in a bin. Don't you get it picked up at your house? Uh, uh, yes, but I'd have the same problem. I, I don't have room in my yeah. recycling. I want bin, a cardboard-free, so. uh, well, it's too late this month. How about a cardboard-free March? That's mm-hmm. what I want. Good, good luck. Uh, let's you. see. What holiday? you got St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. They're closing in on Easter. I don't think that's going to happen. It's getting so that she's buying regular store type stuff from Amazon. Right, apples are coming. You know, yeah. hey, the apples are here. Yeah, Just give me a cardboard yeah. free month. Right. Let's, see. Uh, you know, what? let, let I us. I got know. calluses on my hands from tearing up cardboard. Keep us updated to find out if that if that is implemented yeah. or not. Yeah. Leaders of a southeast Minnesota city are considering easing local laws on food trucks. The Winona City Council thinking about changes that would allow food trucks to operate in more places and expand their hours. Demand should dictate where vendors can go and what hours they'd be open, according to Councilmember Michelle Alexander. She said she'd like to see all of downtown in Winona opened up to vendors. Food trucks right now are allowed at Lake Park at some city events on private property and in a small portion of downtown. City Council there is also thinking about moving a requirement that operators must also have a brick-and-mortar kitchen in the community. The ordinance first created to keep existing restaurants from being at a competitive disadvantage. Leaders say they're looking to make the laws less restrictive. That according to Steve Sarvey, the city manager. Other proposals include allowing food trucks to operate closer 
to existing non-mobile restaurants if restaurant management approves. Where's this, John? In Winona. I Winona. See. Well, they got St. Mary's, Winona State. Let's you know, go out to the colleges. You're a food truck fan, aren't you? And a Winona fan. Yeah. Winona needs food trucks. All right. They'd also like to create a separate license agreement for vendors at larger events. Right now, an annual license costs 200 bucks. Temporary week-long license is $50. A final amended ordinance will come before the Winona City Council for approval at a later date. I have a whole bunch of them down at Old Athletic Park. Okay. That's where my dad used to I, hang out. I, I, I haven't yeah. been to Winona in many years. Oh, so. it's a great place. Sugarloaf. It's a. It's lovely. Hot Fish Shop is closed, though. you got to find another spot. Uh, is Dave Dahl ready? Please. Stop him. He'll just make a move. Here's Dave Dahl. Thank you, Joe. We're up to 11 degrees above zero. Yesterday's high was 21. Uh, mostly cloudy skies tonight, low down to about six above. So we're going to drop about five degrees. That's it tonight. A lot of the clouds are going to help us out, keep us a little bit warmer overnight. Decreasing clouds and warmer still tomorrow, though, up to 28, and that's right on the average for this time of the year. South winds at around 5 to 10. Partly cloudy, not as cold tomorrow night. Uh, low down to 18 above. South winds at 5 to 10. Partly sunny on Wednesday. That's the warm day of the week for Valentine's Day up to about 40. And then on Thursday, partly sunny, some light snow developing late. Uh, right now, it doesn't appear as though much, but it could cause some problems with Friday morning commute. 26 for the uh, high on Thursday. Friday's high 20 as the colder air moves in, but then back up to 34 on Saturdays. So the weekend's looking really mild at this point. Mid-30s for highs both Saturday and Sunday. On Sunday, though, fog, drizzle, and some light snow develops. And then rain and snow possible on Monday. Should become all snow by Monday night and Tuesday. That's a system worth watching. That could cause some problems for travelers late in the weekend and early next week. So something we'll watch for you. 11 above right now, Joe, and I have the records for the day. Feb 12 already. Yep, 59. Now you're talking. 59. <laughs> 1990. 1990. And 30 below zero. 30 below. In 1875. In 1875. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. There's a woman in Buckeye, Arizona, which I believe is near Phoenix, named Michelle Myers. She's a former beauty queen, uh, now a single yeah. mother of seven. And she apparently had a migraine headache, and when she woke up from it, ever since, she's been speaking in different accents, most principally British. It's called foreign accent syndrome. And she wants other people to know of this uh, malady, and she wants to be taken seriously because she believes she's been getting mocked for sounding like a Spice Girl, for example. Right. And she's never been out of the country. She's now an author and a public speaker, uh, as well as mom. Huh? Huh? What'd you say? I think she's uh, she's quite excited to get on. What line? I'm sorry. Uh, line 10. Right here? Yes, she's already blocked. Right there? Yes. Michelle? Hello, Joe. Michelle Myers. Hello, Joe. Hi. Uh, we understand uh, that you are uh, intending to... Uh, to make to give this uh, uh, malady a little more publicity because you believe other people might be suffering from the same problem. Uh, indeed, I have a uh, I get very bad headaches, and uh, it's quite it's, it's quite a grueling it's quite grueling for me to have these such headaches uh, each and every day, and I'm trying to find a way to get rid of them. Are there? Are there periods during the day when you speak just in your regular voice? It's possible that I'm just speaking in my regular voice, and then 
all of a sudden, out of the blue, um, I will speak in an Irish accent. I, I can't predict that. Sometimes it happens, and sometimes it uh, it's it's one hundred percent random. Usually, after I've had a uh, quite a bit of a, ba- of a bad headache, a bad headache, I wake up and my head's pounding, and um, then I have a glass of water, and um, I'm fine. Like right now, this is this is perfect. This is my my normal regular normal voice. Right. Uh, it says uh, when you woke up uh, the, on the first experience of this, it was May of 2011, and you you tried to shake off the headache by having a nap. Um, yes, I, I find when I rest, uh, it, it calms me down a bit, but it wreaks a little havoc when I wake up. When it's, I wake up, um, I'm a bit jumpy, and I want to go uh, go for a walk up at the park, but I don't, uh, I, I can't predict when this will happen. And it, it says you noticed your tongue felt different. And when you tried to speak, your voice sounded alien and, and has apparently for the last seven years. All right. As I grab my tongue, it's like this. You say, hey, what's wrong with my tongue? It's not, it's, it don't feel right. But, excuse me, I, I don't mean. Fact, I'm, I'm, it's, not a, it's not a laughing matter. No, it's a speech impairment caused by a neurological disorder. Sure, I'm quite quite familiar. Yeah, I know. I'm just. It's a. It's a. I just. It I, could I, be I also. It could. To mock and and have a laugh for me. Pardon. I hope you're not trying to mock and to have a no, laugh. No, not at all, ma'am. Uh, it, apparently, this can also be due to a psychological issue. It sure can. It sure can. Even Scottish. Sometimes I go Scottish, but I don't like. I can't. I can't control it. And then I'll go back, pop in my normal voice, and it's frustrating. My my children have a, have quite a bit of fun with it. I've what are your children's? Uh, I have your children's topic. names here. Yes, I have a couple of children. You have seven. Well, many. And what do you have in names? Let me verify this. Because they might be different from what you have. Uh, different stories. Uh, Destiny. Yes. Diamond. Oh, she's pure, pure gold. David. Yeah, well, biblical. Rose. Like the flower. I know what it's like. The twins, Tyler and Tyson. Oh, they love baseball. And sunshine. Yes, always, um, always uh, a bright, bright and shiny. Mm-hmm. Sunshine's bright and shiny, and uh, she can light up a room. She walk into a room on a rainy day, and she light it up. She what? Light you up. Uh, Does this happen? A light. She will uh, light up the room. Does this happen, for example, if you're at a store? Oh, it can happen anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, Now you're back to uh, normal, what I would imagine. This is my uh, normal voice, but I could be uh, walking right down um, and just completely take uh, the uh, celery aisle. The what? And uh, the celery aisle. Yeah. Produce. uh, Produce. And something like... um, uh, no, what is this lettuce? Do you know what a lettuce is? And uh, I ask what a lettuce is, and some say, this young lady would like to buy half head of lettuce. Yes? Mm-hmm. And produce man says, "You, we do not sell half. We only sell whole head of lettuce. But I say to him, I would like to buy half head of lettuce. Please, you, but you sell to me. 
produce boy goes into back room. Okay. He I, talk to I, produce manager. I, say, this dummy outside want to buy half head of lettuce. Yeah. And then see me in the corner of his eye. He say, a nice lady want to buy other half. <laughs> and then I'm back to my normal, uh, my normal voice. So. Say, listen, I'm running a little short of time here. You worked a joke in there, didn't you? Um, that was a very funny um, a joke that, that I did here at the produce aisle. And what, what accent was that? See, I can't even keep track of my accents. What accent was that? Yeah. Was that Russian? I think it was. Maybe uh, Czechoslovakian. Yeah. You're a very attractive uh, gal. Thank you. I've been in many uh, beauty contests. I'm a former beauty queen. Mm -hmm. and, I, I uh, believe in Texas, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yes. Y'all are from Texas? <laughs> That's where they say y'all. You know, I, I have a friend that um, I have a friend that works at the airport, and this friend uh, has to go through security quite a bit. And the uh, the TSA agents will ask, uh, or the uh, the passenger will ask, "Do I need to take my belt off?" Mm -hmm. And this young man will say, "If it says I love Texas, you better take it off." I see. We have a fellow it's from be a big big belt buckle. Uh -huh. I love Texas. Right. We have a fellow who calls the show from Harlingen, Texas. Is he, do, are you familiar with that? What was his name? Rick. Yeah, it was his name. Rick. Rick from Harlingen. Uh-huh. I don't know him. Uh-huh. Well, I didn't... But, I I'm didn't. From, but I'm from Texas. And then my wife... I, don't, I didn't expect that you would have actually known him. I'm just telling you that we have sure. a... That's like I have an aunt that is from Minnesota. Do you know her? No, I don't. Okay, I gotta, Joe. I've got to run. Right. Thank Thanks. you very it's much. Great, very charming to talk to you. Thank you. Oh, right, sure. I'll be going. Go. Oh, yeah. Wow, she's all over the map, isn't she? Well, I think she's probably frustrated. Well, wouldn't you be? No, I'd love it if I had accents like that. University of Garage Logic, 98, College of Self-Esteem, Zip, Nada, Nothing. Here's Joe Suchere. We're just looking at a photo again of that uh, giant pig in Hong Kong. Yeah. Truly a massive, massive beast. I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to have to look. I wonder if they'd be good to eat. You know, I like pork. Well, yeah, it's still pig. I wonder. I have no idea. But bacon's got to be a little fatty, too, you nice could, and crispy. You could feed a lot of people Ooh, with... Uh, uh, you need the shoulder, the cheek. Yeah. I, I Who did, told you that? I didn't mean to get you going on oh. that. 1,500. Oh, pretty good. ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 11 degrees. Patrick will join us from uh, Fort Myers.